This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. The Access Internet Radio app is out now. Tune into Free FM. Keep tabs on the latest podcast episodes to stream or download. Search our content by language or category. You can even check out our colleagues at 10 other New Zealand community access radio stations. Grab it now from Apple's App Store or Google Play. Install, launch, and select Free FM from the stations listed. The Access Internet Radio app, your portal to Free FM's great independent community media content. Hope you're well. It is a glorious day in Hamilton, but it's not going to stay that way. It's going to be uh, a bit thundery, etc. How was it over at the bay? <coughs> Excuse me, Max. How was it over at the bay? Well, it's looking good at the moment. I think we might be in for the same stuff. It uh, was changeable yesterday, and I thought, man, we've gone back to winter already. So yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's the same here at the coast. Don't you love that? Where it flipping well gives you a taste of summer and says, come on, baby, it's summer. You get yourself, <laughs> haul out your shorts, haul out your white bait legs, and then next thing, whack. Gets you again. Yeah, I think uh, I think God's own got it wrong. What what he should have done was to look in the middle of winter. We get these fine summer Hawaii type days, but it never goes the other way around. No, it's not fair. It's not, now, last week I do apologise, mate. I forgot to let you know. I was uh, down at a conference called Treffins, which is like a, um, a collective, if you like, of uh, road safety experts. And it was ah. a fascinating conversation, mate. Fascinating conversation because, as you know, I'm big on cycleways and alternative transport and different ways of getting around town. Um, yeah. and, oh, I was in heaven down there, just heaven. All these people saying the right things was magnificent. Um, well, what was the takeaway for Hamilton? Was there a big one at all? Yeah, many, many. We've got to get out of our reliance on cars. Um, safety is the big, the big push from this government in this uh, this area. Uh, so around town, that's absolutely fantastic because we've got our ring roads done. We've got most of our infrastructure in there. Now we're just going to make it safer by getting less people on the roads and separating cycles and pedestrians and cars a whole lot yeah. more. Um, there was a doctor. You'd love this guy. He was a, he was a doctor at uh, the Wellington DHB. Cycles to work each day. He's been knocked off his bike a couple of times, etc. Absolutely passionate cyclist. Quite simply, he put up a photo, and this sums up the conference. He put up a photo of the Wellington Hospital, and he put up a photo of a cycle lane. And he said, ironically, this photo of the uh, of the hospital, we call that the health system. Really, that's the illness system. And over here on my right, the cycle lanes, that's the health system. And oh, so wow. they're saying that active transport is a real big factor in um, in social health. So, um, so I, 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 I can see that. I can understand that. I think one of the issues we've we've got with cycling is we keep turning up with these issues, one of which we've spoken about, is that we've got a lot of folks on cycles with lycra and they're creating all sorts of issues yep. because the roading, yep. the narrow roading and, and not really regarding drivers is, uh, <clears throat> is being a little bit more difficult to get around than, than cyclists. Are. Totally, totally. And, and it's a double-edged sword, that one, but uh, what they're talking about is they're saying at the moment you've got die-hard cyclists who are going to bike regardless of what your conditions are and what your roads are like and they're the ones who are taking up the roads because there's nowhere else for them to go a lot of the time and sometimes just because they're purely arrogant. But um, there's a big market of people who want to cycle but are a bit afraid or don't feel safe or it's a bit inconvenient, etc. That's who we're trying to target to get them out of their cars and into the cycles. So if you get those people out of the cars, you've also got less cars on the road, thereby making that less of a problem, that clash less of a problem. At the moment, we're reaching mm. a, a bit of a point, you know. So Look, here's the thing I'm, I'm going to be on about. It's all related to this. So I'm going to be writing about, I think, this weekend is... I had the experience about three or four times, as you know, I've been heading over to Pyro to do some work over there. Mm. 
And I had to drive from Mount Monganui to get there, and I had to leave about 50 minutes of time just to get out of Mount Monganui to get to the highway, to get out to the Coromandel town. And the thing I kept coming back to is thinking, this is the cost of growth. Mm-hmm. And growth, when we've been on about this before, but I'm really exhausted with what's gone on here. I lived at Mount Monganui in about 1982, and since then they have destroyed this town. Yeah. You cannot move around here, and this is a consequence of growth. And it seems to me that a lot of the people involved in council or in development or whatever it is they're doing, they're not looking at what the growth is and what it's doing to the oh. lifestyle that we once enjoyed. And that, yeah. to me, is the great issue that's at the heart of all of this thing, is growth is not to be chased after. Growth is to be cut down. It's to be coped already, with, yeah. Yeah, cope yeah with. we've already lost what I had 20, 30 years ago uh, at Mount Monganui because then we didn't even have a bridge. Now we've got two bridges, and you still can't move. Well, that's the and, question. Uh, I invite in. Hamiltonians over to take a look to summer market yeah. just see if they enjoy what they've done to Mount, because you won't be able to move yeah. anywhere. No, almost a Hamilton is there, or in Whangamataa, isn't it? Hamilton by the sea. But and that's the thing. If you build another bridge, as they did in, in Tauranga, um, to the Mount, do you create that just exponential growth? You know, do you make it easier? And that's the thing. You cannot build your way out of congestion. So, And, and this, this segues nicely into into why you're calling David Bennett a hero. This is this cracks me up, things I thought I'd never hear. <laughs> Max, <laughs> Max Christopherson saying that an opposition national MP could be the hero. And he's on about something similar as well, isn't he? He's talking about um, rapid growth yeah. of the outwards and, and similar stuff to what I've been banging on about. Well, I, I think you're both in cahoots, <laughs> and I'd love to have a chat with him on air at, at some point, because the thing that surprised me with David Bennett's observation was, and what it was about for those who haven't read the column or heard David speak about it, is that essentially Hamilton is going to become a donut city. It's going to extend to the south, it's going to extend to the north, and Peacocks is not going to be the great saviour that's being positioned as being by council. There's a lot of infrastructure needed, and one of the killer points that Bennett made, I thought, was that the folks that are going to buy these new houses are not going to want to send their kids to Melville High. Rightly or wrongly, that's not going to be in their psychographic profile to want to do that. So that means that Hamilton isn't going to be the beneficiary of, if you perceive benefici- benefits coming from growth, it's going to move to Cambridge. So mm-hmm. the city is going to be pulled north and south. Now, David has a, a great deal more insight into that than what I have. I'm simply repeating some of the comments he passed on to me. But I think it's really worth looking at is how are New Zealand councils managing growth and how what are the downstream social consequences not just financial consequences, but the social consequences of growth that seems to be, we're just going to grow. There's a mantra, mm. there's a philosophy that goes everywhere, that growth is good, growth is good, growth is good. Growth isn't good. Growth no. is bad. We've already lost so much pursuing growth that we've, we've completely mismanaged it. Yeah, totally and if you look agree. at it, totally the, roads, the roads are cluttered, the hospitals are cluttered, universities are taking students and passing them because they can't afford to have them fail. All of those things are downstream consequences. And I think the, the stupidest one of all uh, in terms of the understanding is saying, look, you know, we've got road accidents now at 380 or whatever it is for this year. I'm thinking, yeah, but the fleet is larger. There are more people on the road as a consequence of the development that that people are talking about, the government is talking about. You have more people on the road, excuse me, you're going to have more deaths. And I'm thinking, why aren't you people in Wellington figuring out that it's a consequence of this ridiculous importation of anyone who wants to come to New Zealand to live? You'd be very proud of me, Max. There was a lady from NZTA there at this conference I was at, and she was wringing her hands together and saying, oh, dear, oh, dear, we must do something, we must do something. And she said there were seven deaths this week weekend and the roads alone and oh all you councils you need to do something and I got up and said look excuse me 
Three of those deaths were in my beautiful town of Hamilton. Three of them just yesterday. This is in uh, Manga Harakiki uh, Drive. And I said, that's an NZTA road. That's your road. It's 80 k's right through the middle of town with no barriers in the middle. Uh, Actually, right. what are you going to do about it? Because uh, you know, you're know you asking us, how can we work better with you for you to actually do something other than standing there and wringing your hands? You would have been very proud of me. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you're absolutely right. There were two crashes this morning, one um, in, in State Highway, one, one of the best engineered roads in the world um, between Cambridge and Hamilton. Cambridge oh, is Cambridge is going to be a city within you know ten to fifteen years. They're, yeah, they're bringing they forty be. to fifty thousand people there, um, and that route is going to be our next um, chaos route. You know, and I'm the dude who's in charge of Access Hamilton at the moment, or chairing yeah. those meetings, and that's all I see at the moment is congestion, 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 blocking arteries. You know, so the yeah. battle is you know as 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 Bennett has has, has kind of pointed yeah. out that you know this growth comes at a cost. This comes at a massive cost, and it's not the benefit that you think it's going to be. No, and I think it was the point that I took away from David Bennett's quick chat uh, after we'd made up a press club, mm. was the point that he was making was that there are social changes that are going to happen here that don't appear to have been factored in to the financial issues and the city growth issues. There are social consequences, and mm. they're going to impact on other towns. And uh, I really hope that he uh, puts in writing or comes on air and just shares some of those views, because as I said in the column last Saturday, it really was a genius observation because I just simply didn't see the obvious. And yeah. that to me is what genius is, is when you see the mind-numbingly obvious and you can describe it in the ways that Bennett did. And well, if you look at it, what he's saying is going to unfold in that way. And I'm surprised the council hasn't raised the issue and said, hmm, growth is good, growth is good, growth is good. Actually, this is what's going to happen. It was funny. Um, um, we I remember this conversation David and I have because David and I have known each other for a long time since my days in, in commercial media. And, uh, and we agree on a lot of things. We disagree on some but we you know we're friendly and we were at the opening of peacocks you know and it was funny because there was Stephen joyce bill english nick smith and all those cahoots there and you know it was all very good a very big day you know etc and i looked across at bennett he looked across at me and both of us knew that we didn't like this much at all <laughs> and we had this very quiet but of course he had to nod and agree you see because he's in government and the three most powerful ministers yeah. were there yeah. um and Stephen joyce has been implement has been fundamental in, in getting david's roads built you know um, and so he couldn't really suddenly put his hand up and say, this is dumb, because he's, he's never been a Southern Lynx supporter, you know, and that's what this whole Peacock thing is about. And we had this quiet conversation as we walked away going, well, how did you go by not saying anything? And I'd been bleating away saying, well, this is great, but who's going to repay, repay the loan, all this sort of stuff to a council mm -hmm. staff? Little did I know that I was uh, talking with the guy who actually came up with the whole idea for MB uh, at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he realised there was some opposition to it. But, you know, we were talking way back then that this isn't necessarily all it's cracked up to be. Look, mm -hmm. good luck to them. I think, I hope it succeeds. I really do. I really hope, you know, Peacock's, it becomes the beautiful, beautiful area that people think it will be. I'm just a little bit more cynical about what it's going to cost the town. Yeah, and, and I think that's a, it's a good position to hold. And, and I think the issue for me is is that, there is an accommodation of growth, but that growth is government policy. And at some point, I wrote several years ago, actually, because one of the things that worried me is I have a batch of Waihi Beach. Yep. And there's one long road down Waihi Beach, Seaforth Road, and it goes pretty much the length of uh, the beach down to Bowen Town and down yeah. to uh, Anzac Bay. Yeah. It's about six, seven, eight k's long. What's going on is there are more subdivisions being built over there, but there's still only one road oh. in and one road out. Yeah. So I wrote in the column, can't we just put up the sign that says, look, we're full. 
Yeah. Can't ta- the, re- the, 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 the land can't take any more. It's full. And if you keep shoving people in here, you're going to do what they've done to Mount Monganui. Mount Monganui, in my mind, is a living, breathing example of how not to plan. You want to yeah. see how bad it can get? Come live in this hole. Oh, yeah, because I've seen this, it. Yeah. This week, there's a, in fact, it's a lead story in the Waikato Times this morning about getting a balance between <clears> life and income and lifestyle and income, basically. Mm. And I'm saying, look, you might, and telling her rates, I'm saying, dude, have you actually lived here and seen how they've actually made it impossible to enjoy some of the benefits of this coastal environment? You cannot get anywhere. You can't get to the place. The property prices are through the roof. And if you try to drive downtown to the area of Mount where all the coffee shops are, they're full of bloody Aucklanders and tourists who park their cars everywhere and you can't get anywhere. So for me, if you want to see what subdividing properties endlessly does, Come to Mount Monganui in the summer and see what you think of it, because I can't wait to get the hell out of this place. Good on you, mate. Well, you're welcome here anytime, I'm sure. Um, and, and now by David Bennett. So that's a good news story. So we'll, um, we'll <laughs> catch up with you shortly, mate. It's uh, having, having painted that lovely gloomy picture of all the future. Yeah. We, will, we will catch up with you soon. Good on you, mate. Okay. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. For more episodes of this Community Access Radio Show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.